Now, you may wonder, what in the world does English grammar have to do with modern technology, with, with anything that we deal with in, in modern technology? And, and of course, we've got here we have a video camera, we have a microphone here, um, I have a cell phone here that's a rather antiquated one, by the way, a Nokia a Japanese model. Here we have a, I have a Japanese um, uh, calculator watch, which is precious to me. That's, I've had, had one of those for, for many years. Do you think grammar has anything to do with cell phones, watches, cameras? Absolutely yes. Do you think these, these would even be possible without grammar? Well, no, because grammar is the essence of how languages are structured. And if languages are not structured, then there's no communication. Then we can't understand each other. We can't understand each other. There's no way we could possibly put together anything to be mass-produced. All of these are mass-produced. This, this, this watch, this camera, uh, this, your camera, this, this cell phone. Uh, by the way, even my clothes that I'm wearing now, the belt that I'm wearing, is all mass-produced. They're made on, made on assembly lines. Assembly lines imply high levels of communication, high knowledge of, of the specifics of grammar and communication, without which none of this would be possible. Is it any accident, by the way, in, in the Old Testament, uh, when the, you had the Tower of Babel, and the, the intent of man at the time was to build a, a tower up to, up to heaven, and I don't know all the dynamics of that, uh, except that, that God felt that that wasn't good, that somehow God was being replaced by some idol of human achievement or whatever, and so God confused languages, and then people dispersed because they couldn't understand each other. And, and the point was, if we don't confuse their language, then there's nothing that these, will, these guys will not be able to do. Well, the, f the fact is, in the 21st century, we have actually gotten around the Tower of Babel problem. We've, we've got now, truly, an international language on the planet, which is English. English is everywhere, and there are all, all kinds of dialects of English, of course, but there's standard English that is used everywhere, and it's because of standard English that we have these, these items that are mass-produced. Um, and, of course, how, how are those done? Uh, th those are done with, with machines that have... have uh, plans that are drawn up and these, these, the, the bits of the, of the pieces that are designed are labeled according to English labels. Um, and, these, and how these parts fit together, of course, are written up in manuals, in technical manuals. And, and of course, they're in English. And, if, and in English, it's got to be very, very well expressed. Otherwise, the things cannot happen. You cannot build these things. Now, but it's, there's so much more to this. Uh, as far as grammar is concerned and mass communication is concerned in modern technology, goodness, there's so much to talk about. We've got to keep it short. Uh, when I was overseas for nearly 20 years um, and I came back to the United States, things had changed a lot in, in America. Um, but, and there was one little thing I noticed. I, I watched some television before I left. I, I left the United States um, in in the early 1980s, came back in the in the early early 2000, 2002 or so. Now, in that in that period of time, how had had American society changed, and specifically, how had had language changed? Well, there was one thing that bothered me, and it still bothers me today. I've been back in the states now for or eight years or so. Um, in, in commercials and advertising on television, before I left, it was a, more of a narrative side kind of thing. And, and maybe some of you out there would know more about this than me, the, the history of media and advertising and how, 
how a story is told in selling a product or how a product is sold, just generally speaking, what, what does it appeal to? How do you present it? What kind of pictures do you use? Well, something happened. And uh, going from a narrative, something that was, that was easy for me to watch where one image blended with another and it was a fairly slow-paced kind of a thing to snapping, snapping images um, that happen maybe every half second. And they still do this today. And it still, by the way, gives me a headache I, because when I'm focusing on one image, it's, it switches to another just in a, in a, in a second. And, and I may see, in 30 seconds, I may see 60 images or more. And I, and I thought, what in the world has happened? Why, why am I being presented this information at such a pace? And why so frenetically? And why don't the images even pertain to each other? Sometimes they don't even relate. Now, so I have a problem because of this. I, this is my theory. Now, maybe some of you out there might not agree, but I think this is a problem. I, in teaching people how to write and teaching people grammar, how do I teach people whose attention spans are a half a second, how do I teach them to write in connected sentences that make sense? that what they want to do, and, and which is what they've been taught to do, is they want to write with snappy images. So I, I can have a, a paragraph that ought to be connected in a, about one idea, but, the, but students oftentimes cannot do that. They have their little images they, of short sentences in, in a paragraph, and it, they connect, connect it themselves. They're accustomed to doing that, but they're not overtly connected. They don't have any grammar there to connect these sentences. It just drives me absolutely crazy. Hence. I think one of the reasons for this course, um, this, this is module number five, of course we're, we're heavily into this business of connecting ideas. And I hope and pray that you guys have not been corrupted by this, this sort of mode of advertising, which I, I do not understand. Um, if we can get beyond that, then I think we maybe can indeed have a measured approach in connecting ideas together and find out what the, the, the grammatical way of doing that is. And of course that's very cool. You'll not see this in any other course, I don't think.